0: Hi everyone, welcome to yet another podcast Youthful Voices with Elaine Chiesa and today we're going to be looking at the International Women's Day theme that is Breaking the Bias or Break the Bias. So the UN theme was Gender Equality Today for a Sustainable Tomorrow. However, if you were checking the trends in March, most trends were, uh, on social media used the picture post for breaking the bias as the main theme, as there were so many trends and social media hashtags around breaking the bias, so around the theme, breaking the bias. So what does the theme, breaking the bias, mean? The theme means there was a realization that there is an intentional bias in the world, that makes it difficult for women to excel and have the same playing field in the three different spheres um, of their life that is we're talking about economics we're talking about the social we're talking about the political as well as the recent trends around the environment so now my focus will be looking at that theme um in relation to the 26 March violations that were done in Zimbabwe. So the violations were done to replace some of the councillors as well as some, uh, member of parliament that is, uh, um uh, at national assembly level. So that is, uh, the area that I'll be looking at. So, uh, looking at the disaggregation uh, with the focus on local authorities, they think that the people, the women who won the by-elections, it was just fifteen point five percent, against a total um, against a total of eighty four point five percent for men. So, I guess you can see the the difference between what women got and what men got. And there is a campaign that is currently uh, taking place that is um, seeking for a quota system for women in local authorities so that they at least get 30% uh, of the states. This means that it is a step towards a constitutional amendment. That means if this um, provision is to be considered, we as a country are going to have a constitutional amendment so that this can be able to be added within the constitution this is more likely to bring an extension um, of the national quota system whereby women uh, at the local at the national assembly you know got uh, to be in parliament using the quota system So that would mean that uh, basically this is more like an extension from the national quota system reserved for women, and it will only include. um, It will also be able to include proportional representation, uh, as well as um, you know uh, having women from different political parties. So, looking at the proportional representation, um, is it going to work? You know at the local authority after all it seemed to hit challenges at the National Assembly level. Would there be a difference now at a local authority level? Um, but however this is like a starting point for you know, for it to be implemented and it is required for it to be start working, it needs to be uh made into a legislation first. So, you know, I'm just thinking around by the time that we get to twenty twenty three, will this have been passed so that it becomes part of the law, uh, part of the constitution, so that you know the thirty percent quota system for women in local authorities will be able to be successful. Um, so in case um it comes into it being a legislation or you know becomes an amendment this month may be a good move towards having a gender responsive budget a gender responsive public services that is if the individuals or if the women are well trained as well as well informed about governance at local community as well as both individuals should be people who or women who are passionate about community development as well as seeing real positive transformation um, this also is a bold step towards achieving sustainable development goal number five on gender equality uh constitutional um that talks uh, about uh equal representation for women and men in decision making and i, I just think that the the 30 percent were able to keep in mind that when we're talking about women they are the older women as well as the younger women so they should be able to create space for younger women so that it's not just a quota system for the older generation but they should be able to cater for the younger women so that they also get an, an opportunity to be on the decision making table and this way we'll be able to break the bias in multiple ways. This is like breaking the bias that young women are always being excluded in decision making. It would also have been able to break the bias in terms of, uh, you know, implementation of the the constitution. At this level, we'll be talking about like there's some sort of consideration around gender equality on the implementation of the constitution of Zimbabwe and, and that making it a, you know, to a certain level non-discriminatory. So I think that they need, um, for maybe the quota system so that the number of, uh, women, uh, councillors increases because for the meantime, you know, the number of councillors that are female in most local authorities is really worrying some. Uh, in some communities, you just find one in some communities, you just find two out of maybe uh thirty or thirty two or maybe in some cases, maybe there are even more than that uh, male counselors so that would mean that maybe it's a way of opening up spaces for women to be able to be on the decision making table so now moving on to the national assembly so Out of the 16 female candidates that contested in the National Assembly, only 5 won, which then made it a percentage of 21.4 against 78.6%. So that still means that we're talking about the quota system and when women get the opportunity to run for Uh, leadership positions, they're still uh, having challenges for them to be able to win. So we're talking about out of the five who won, yet in total there are 16 candidates. So this is something that we're supposed to then make a maybe post-mortem to see what was the challenge that the other candidates faced that made it difficult for them to be able to win the election uh what was different from the five who won versus the uh you know the, the, the 11 who didn't make it so this is some of the things that we're supposed to look at especially the women's movement that works with women that want to be in leadership positions and this one had um no, the national assembly still under the women's quota system since the system has been extended by another two terms and if it, I'm saying two terms, I'm talking about 10 years, because a term is five years, and the other term is another five years, so that's in total 10 years. And this is facil- it was facilitated by the Constitutional Amendment Bill number two, that showed through in May 2021. However, still we expect the extension of the quota to be able to include young women as well. And the reasons being the same with the ones that I mentioned earlier on, uh, local authorities, uh, you know, when we're talking about the councillors. And another area that I, you know, realized that was of uh, interest to me was the media coverage for women during the by-elections. So, um, I saw, uh, somewhere online where it was saying that The media monitor uh, shows that there was only 8% media coverage on the elections for women. Just 8%, meaning that 92% was focusing on men. Looking at the media, it plays a huge role in terms of marketing uh, a candidate, uh, so that the electorate can be able to know, you know, the, the, the candidate. But, um, you know, this time it didn't really happen just like that. You know, be it in the main, uh, main media, mainline media, or even the social media, the, it plays a role in making sure that the person can be able to express their views, at least meet, uh, a number of the people that are within their constituencies, you know, with these online platforms. So, it's just that with this media coverage, it was just like, eh, not that good. Because 8% is, come on, like, oh, out of out of 100, you just get 8% attention for the media. It's something that is really worrisome. So, hence, if there is minimum, Media coverage for women that also means that women will fail to be known due to lack of you know a a fair playing ground in politics. Most media coverages follow rallies that are done by men, and well is giving it, uh, interviews to men and women on the other hand, at times they are camera shy at times they are you know lacking the exposure so that they know what to say. In front of a camera or even know what not to say in front of the media so some of them they are fairly new in the area or arena of politics hence this then contributes to maybe the less exposure of women in media especially for them in their content to be able to be covered during elections however they need to then break the bias women need more media coverage You know a positive media coverage yes some people might be able to argue that there is nothing such as bad publicity because whatever you know publicity is publicity Uh, whether it's bad but it also helps the person to be known you know um, by many other people we've seen that happening you know within the the media Area, but however, for for around politics, I think it will be nice for women to then be able to get positive media coverage, so that they can be able to have you know positive reviews as well as positive um articles as well as interviews for them. Scheduling interviews for them may be well in advance so that they they are able to prepare, they are able to be cautious on what they can be able to say, what they can not say on, you know you know, on in front of a camera. So. This also helps, even if they're camera shy, they start learning on how best they can be able to be on, you know, to to, to make their voice be heard in media. We're talking about maybe if they're still camera shy, we can start using the community radio stations. From there, we can then be able to make them go to the uh, mainline media. We're talking about the main uh, radio stations, whereby they are not... you know in front of a camera then when they then get the more the confidence they can be able to move from uh, the radio and they start going on TV and it's going to be able to help them because it helps the community it helps the tele electorate to know them to know who this person is to know how sharp they are to know how good they are to know how uh, maybe they are much of an orator you know in terms of articulating issues, so this is something that needs to be done. so um, due to lack of exposure um, it's really affecting women. so there is need to act, um, to make sure that there is more women in media. This helps uh, breaking the bias. women require more media coverage. Positive media coverage, so that they can be able to have confidence and be able to tend, um, you know, in in in, in different platforms, especially when they media, you know, they'll start having the confidence, they'll start having the the zeal, you know, you know that 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 vibe to, for them to you know not to be afraid to be on camera. So you know, as the team is saying, let's break the bias, let's break the bias that only the, 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 the coverage should be for men. It should also be fairly for women. So just now a general analysis before I wrap up the podcast is um you know in a way where is or where does this you know from what I've said you know um about the National Assembly, about the media coverage as well as local authorities. So where does this place women in the arena of politics as we consider the place of women and um, of women in the current bubble setting in politics does it in any way demonstrate its level of breaking the bias or it's strengthening the stereotypes or it's strengthening the the bias so there is need for individual action community action as well as Worldwide action to do the biases towards women in politics in economics as well as everywhere Allow women to break the ceiling and excel to the fullest Create conducive environments for women and girls to make it There's no need for discrimination. Let's take the inclusive mode. We are diverse and they need to celebrate women who then break the bias on their own so that they can make the world a better place. The quota system should help strengthen women's capacities and skills, so that they can be able to stand on their own, without heavily relying on the quota system. Because in a way, it's uh, maybe making women feel less competent. So I think whenever it's, there is a quota system, it should be able to give, you know, more like um what can I call it, an orientation kind of um, stage, whereby they start learning what the shepherds to do and remain so that they can be able to stand up on their own and even the ones that have been in the quota system. So that the next um, uh, election or the next term, they are not under the quota system again. They are now being uh, under certain constituencies or certain um, council seats so that they can be able to stand on their own and new people can be able to be under maybe the quota system. We don't really have to have the same old faces coming again and again and again under the quota system. So I think these are some of the things, you know, the part of strengthening the the, the capacities of women. So as long well as um, there's need to... Uh, Let's not just be able to just make this 2021 uh, theme just a theme and, you know, wait for 2023 uh, theme. Let's be able to implement this. And another thing that we also need to consider is the aspect of unpaid care work. We need to reduce and redistribute unpaid care work so that women can be able to, uh, to excel. it also helps in breaking the bias and be able to make women excel and be able to make a difference in our different communities. So let's start seeing its fruits like the fruit of the tree, and be able to enjoy the fruits. A gender balanced society is a society for all. It's inclusive. So let's be able to break the bias. So yeah, this has been the podcast and I'm looking forward to your views as well as your comments to say what do you think about the theme of Breaking the Bias? What do you think about the theme? Is this something that is really possible for the communities or the community that you're coming from or your workplace? Or it's really around politics to be able to break the bias, you know, in whatever way. Is this really something that is possible? So, yeah, be able to send us the comments, the views, as well as just the general um, to views on how our podcast is doing so that we can be able to improve on where we need to improve. Thank you.